You're listening to Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Successful Parents and Couples, a fresh and powerful conversation on how to bring real shifts right into the heart of the messy and vulnerable human challenges we all go through in creating hot sex, love, closeness in our marriages, relationships, and partnerships so we can move into thriving intimacy with soul and quite literally change our lives. I'm your host, the intimacy genius, Joanna Intara. Join me for engaging soul conversations as I connect with the top voices and heart-to-heart soul conversations in all things love, sex, hotness, closeness, and intimacy on what it really is to live and thrive in the way our soul calls out for most and to shift our lives like lightning as we learn how to do it. It's time to bring all the hot sex, love, and closeness we desire right into the places that most ask for it. The call for it is now, and here we are. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Couples podcast. I am your host, Intimacy Genius, Joanna Intara, here to empower successful parents and couples to thrive in relationships with soul. The thing I hear that people want all the time is to truly thrive. And this week we are talking about parenting and how that works together with hot sex, love, and closeness. Because let's face it, if you've got kids, it is definitely an impact on your family life, how you have time for each other, how your relationship with your children impacts your family. And for those of you that are joining us for the first time, I want to extend a huge warm-hearted welcome into our community. We have an active group going on on Facebook called Hot Sex, Love and Closeness for Parents and couples. We welcome you in there. Every week we have powerful stories, not only from my own life, but also from the lives of my clients, practices, nudges, and challenges and dares, all designed to support you in being able to cultivate and receive the hot sex, love, and closeness that I know you deeply desire, and also that you deserve as well. And so come on over there, introduce yourself to me, and I would love to connect with you. And today, our title is called Turning Kid Chaos into the Medicine Your Family Needs to be Peaceful, which guaranteed brings parents closer. So this is a really important topic this week because I don't know of a family where there isn't at some point chaos with kids and all the dynamics that they bring up in the mix and it's really important that you have um, an ally in your corner (laughs) in the form of me and also each other and our community so that you can get the support you need to become closer to cultivate the calm and to know what to do when that chaos happens so we'll be talking about you know what to do when kids trigger you how to figure out what they are triggering Um, why it's dangerous to leave it alone and I'll share a little bit of my story too of some of the things that I went through what we did as a couple and what you can do as well so uh, some of you have been sharing with me that you really get what it's like to arrive at adult relationships and not really know what to do to have all the hot sex, love, and closeness that you desire and deserve. 
And then you throw kids into the mix and there's so many complications that that can bring up as well. In fact, a lot of people in my practice tell me that it brings up everything. And I guess I just want to begin by saying, I really want you to know I feel you. It's it, The struggle is real at times, but it doesn't have to stay that way. And I really want you to know how much you're so not alone. Kids are triggering. They bring up things. And in a world where everyone talked about having things all together, you know, I just want you to know I see you there dealing with this. And I want you to have the tools that you need in order to have more uh, peace and calm, which definitely helps partnerships and marriages work better. And just to acknowledge that this is absolutely an epidemic. And every time I share about this work here on the podcast or in our Facebook group, Hot Sex, Love and Closeness for Parents, or when I'm just talking with clients and peers, I hear another heart-wrenching tale of the ones who didn't make it because they couldn't get the stuff sorted out. They were so triggered um, and also just really letting me know how deeply needed this work is. And the sad thing is, is that people blame themselves, they suffer in silence, they hurt each other, and this is not required. <laughs> I just want to share with you, this is not required, nor is it necessary, but the truth is that so many people feel so stuck and just don't know what else to do in order to feel the closeness and the connection with their partner that they long for. And, you know, when kids come into the mix, the dynamics that you already have as a couple become more intensified, they become more vivid, they become more dynamic and colorful, many times not in an easy or a good way. Just to give you an example from something I learned in developmental class, psychology class, is that the first, you know, 10 years of a partnership or five years very often are said to be recreating the first five to 10 years of your earliest life. And what is the reason for that? The reason for that is that the last time many of us were with a primary other, that was usually a parent figure or a guardian figure. So anything that went on during those first 10 years in terms of relationship dynamics, in terms of emotional dynamics, gets recreated very powerfully in the partnership and people often reach that stage and wonder what the hell they're doing <laughs> what happened and then of course you throw children into the mix and all kinds of things come up so the first thing i just want to really acknowledge is how real this is how not alone you are um, you know the the additional dynamics of children can lead to more stress more disconnection more wondering and freaking out, which also leads to complicated unhappiness cycles. I really wish that someone had told me these things and what to do, because this happened to me, someone who had studied this for many years, and I could not make sense of the intensity of my own reactions to things that should have been simple, but weren't. And I certainly was lost also when my husband had similar reactions as well. Like, for example, I'll just share with an example, like why did I really care so much if the kids went to bed five minutes later than what was needed? Five minutes was really nothing. But it really activated me and got me quite upset. And then there was another example with him where it just really bothered him so intensely 
when I preferred the baby bottles to be clean just so, you know, and it wasn't that those things were problematic in and of themselves. It was that the grip of our positions and the tight look in our eyes and places where we become cold and distant, you know, going to bed. We're also combining with our earliest templates from life sprouting up like skeletons from the closet, the old closet of old memory of our early lives with the potential that they were also bringing to breathe new life into us through the birth of our children. Not that it felt that way though at the time. So one of the things we had to realize is that our reactions to our children are mirrors. They provide us a reflection so that we can see ourselves, we can see our dynamics, we can see what is unfolding more clearly. And here are these little seemingly um, innocent situations, innocent things have the power to trigger so much drama. So who's been there? <laughs> I have, I have a lot of hands I can imagine are being raised right now. And the thing is, what do you do? What do you, what do you do when this happens? It's really hard and you can feel like you're stuck or worse that you're not going to make it if it continues. And I know I'm not the only one who has felt that way. And like Eckhart Tolle said, he has this great quote. He says, the drama in your life will end when you accept things as they are. Well, that was wonderful, but I didn't see that happening anytime soon, and I just wanted things the way I wanted them to be, and so did he. I'm wondering if that sounds familiar to anyone. Um, I've heard many people just say this, I want them the way I want them, but it was the grip of the position, and try as we might, getting to the root of what was going on didn't seem like it was in the horizon anytime either. So things got more heated and I spent time with my friends our way on my own and in therapy. And we were coexisting as parents and co-parenting but not really having the connection, caring and compassioning in the ways that we needed to. So we had to team up to make the negative cycle the enemy, not each other. This is a really important uh, piece of brilliance from emotionally focused therapy for couples which is the primary model that I utilize to stop couples from having the negative cycle, destroy their relationship, and be able to more uh, compassionately and creatively truly have the real conversations that are always trying to happen, and also to learn how to get to the root of what was really creating the disconnect. That's what it was with me and my husband. So we sat with it and we got lots of help, lots of couples work, couples workshops, couples groups where we worked with other couples and I took note. And in some of our most raw states, we were witnessed, we were held, we were loved. And I'm sharing this with you because I really want you to know what it takes. It can't be done alone. And eventually, of course, we saw that it had nothing to do with the bedtime or the bottles, but of the deep underlying primal emotion that each action contained within it underneath. And we had to learn to ask each other, you know, what's trying to happen here? And this is a great question you can ask. And this was the question that also really helped because we could then see that a deeper discussion about our connection to the emotion of the bottles, this is really what it was, the connection 
to the emotions of the bottles and the bedtimes was needed and a real connection with the vulnerability and the emotion inside of it was calling out to be cleared and properly processed. Can't emphasize that enough. The real connection with the vulnerability and the unprocessed emotion that was inside of it, that's what caused the trigger, that's what caused the drama. And once we could accept that, then it could all clear, which we did. And this incident and a thousand more, it was a lot of work, but we definitely did all that. Occasionally something comes up and we address it again, but not like before. And just to acknowledge, this is what kids trigger, not because they plan to or they try to, but they will. I will have clients come in saying, my son is driving me nuts, or my daughter won't stop talking, or she's doing this, or he's doing that. And then we get into it as a couple and it's really hard to find your way back. So I'm hoping that some of these things are helpful. Um, we have to know that they are mirrors of what we have templated with them, what we have projected onto them, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the whole lot. And they will bring it out. So the things that we're not seeing that we're putting on our kids are often the ones that are most likely to trigger us. They will, um, trigger our earliest developmental journeys. Um, they will also trigger yours as well. The ones that you had, the ones that you haven't completed, but now have the opportunity to do so. And the thing is, and this is the hard thing, I think that people don't talk about enough. They are not trying to trigger you. They are not trying to find your buttons that trigger you, but they will do that. They will, they will find that they will press the button until you heal it. And if I could put until you heal it in big, bold capital letters underlined, they are just going to do that. That is the key. So you can take that and you can work with it or you can, you know, have things go on as they have, but why would you want to do that? Because it's just so unbelievably challenging and painful when there are other options available. And the sad thing is, is if you don't heal it, they will suffer, they will have the same wound and the price can be more than of course you would want to pay. And sometimes it's true, I do see parents who don't know what else to do but label or make the child the problem. And that's really sad as you know. So I'm wondering how many couples you know that have blasted apart or have gotten into needless conflict because they just couldn't get to the bottom of things. and. Perhaps you wish you could have done something to help them or to help yourself because truly, I just want you to know this is workable, healable, and resolvable. And I know because I went through it, <laughs> like I said a thousand times, from profound insecurity in the connection to deep, secure emotional bonding. And I have zero doubts that I can help you resolve that as well because truly it's time and your precious family connection and closeness is worth it. When your family is functioning in a peaceful way, in a connected way, in a close way, in a loving way, it is a reflection of the connection and closeness and love you have each as parents inside yourselves, but also with each other. And all of that is really adds up to powerful uh, ingredients that help create hot sex, love and closeness, the thing that you want. And I can imagine that you feel like you've absolutely prayed 
the price you've paid for the struggle is absolutely enough, right? So got to end the bankruptcy of the struggle and protect your beautiful reservoir of love before it's too late. And it can't get too late. That's the sad thing. It can really get too late. You know, you see that couple where there's just too much damage and destruction done and they have to split apart. Can be healed, but it does take a lot of work. Or, you know, maybe you're at the stage where there's been so many rifts between you and you've grown too wide and far apart and you're kind of like islands in this stream sort of community function but wondering if you can ever get your connection back and yet at the same time you might really love your person a whole lot and you know there's more than this drama trauma drama trauma trauma drama usually go together along with disconnection as well so you do the right thing you take action you get to the bottom of it and you heal and prevent your children from carrying forward any of the issues you had or have this i feel is our parental responsibility to help our children start at a whole different vantage point than perhaps we have because it is possible and you didn't come here to stay where you are now so i'm just wondering who's resonating with this and ready to get going not wasting another minute to the painful challenges between you I just want you to know I'm here, I'm here for you, and I'd love to hear the one thing that you could do differently with children this week in terms of when they trigger you. I can't wait to connect with you because I know the stage you're going through is temporary, and it will move, but only if you take the steps now to put the necessary work in to heal and resolve it. So if you're called and you're ready to get this sorted out, please reach out to me. I would love to hear with you, hear you and, and sit with you in this. And I actually have a couple spots open for free calls this week. If you would like to hop on the phone with me to chat about any one issue you've got going on in your relationship right now, and I'll help you with the one thing that you can do about it starting now. That's really, really exciting. So I would love to hear from you. And um, just to remind you again that your children are your mirrors. They will act out what uh, you have going on that may be unseen. They are going to trigger you. Um, we cannot leave it the way it is. I've spoken about that today and some of the things that you can do about it. So I want to thank you for joining us this week and to uh, if this has been helpful for you to leave a review on iTunes, I would love to hear from you. And thank you so much for joining us. Take care. We'll have another episode next week. I look forward to connecting with you then. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us on the Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness podcast. If today's episode shifted your world or gave value to you, I'd really love for you to leave us a quick review on iTunes. Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness is a collective conversation of bringing all our inner resources, expert advice, and real-world value with fresh embodiment right into the relational places that we all know need it the most. If you're ready to break free from your current challenges and rise boldly into your full relationship, thriving with soul, visit me at BeSoulFulfilled.com. That's B-E-S-O-U-L-F-U-L-F-I-L-L-E-D.com. Or come on over to our Facebook group, Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Parents for one-on-one -on -one coaching, daily advice, tips, and guidance products and courses all curated to empower you to shift into true fulfillment 
till you're all the way home. Until next time, you're on the right path, your challenges and vulnerability are navigatable, and you're capable of shifting into love, healing, and all the hot closeness and connection you desire. Embody your best relationship self and shift into the soul-lit love you're meant to live.